what's up everybody welcome to the ftv podcast episode nine today we don't have milo kimball music today as my normal co-host but instead we have josh a, a member of a new member of the ftv collective and we also have our guest today is b is the future now what's up um b tell it tell them more like about yourself like what do you do and stuff like that so they get a, a little background on you yeah, no doubt. Uh, so I'm a um, I'm a, a artist. Um, I um, I'm from New Orleans, living in uh, California. I've been in California about three years. You know what I'm saying? Um, I also make beats. Uh, make uh, pretty much on my own beats. I have. No uh, wait, wait, you make your beats? Yeah, yeah we was I, was wondering. I didn't even ask about that. <laughs> yeah. Why? Yeah. Yeah. I, um, all the beats on the album, I made all of those. Um, okay. but uh, I have. Yeah, I have a couple producers that I'm close with. Like, they know my sound. So, like, when they send me shit, um, you know, they they know what I like. You know what I'm saying? But for the most part, I make all my own beats. Um, and, um, you know, I have the label, Wednesday Records, that I started back in November uh, that I'm still developing. Um, and, uh, yeah, man, shit. I just, be, I just be doing my shit. You know what I'm saying? Just, just trying to inspire people and, um, you know, spread the message that, you know, you can do what the fuck you want. You don't got to settle for shit. You know what I'm saying? So uh, that's, Man, that's that is that is all what we're about here. At hell yeah. That's our that's that's our big thing is like we're trying to like, you know how you're following your vision. That's literally what the name's for. You feel me? Like what? like you're embodying our principle of like what FTV really is. That's what's up, man. No, I, I, I definitely um that that's definitely what all I'm about, man. So it's it's a uh, it's a good attraction that we got going on. Um, right. The fact that we we even came about and you know on the podcast and stuff so I, i'm definitely appreciative yeah no for real and it's good to have you man I, I, we, our our whole platform that we're trying to build with ftv is along with pr uh promoting all of our own stuff we also want to provide a platform for people who don't get enough shine who don't really who are just you know slept on you know something different people that really follow that creative vision and we want to give them at least a platform so that they can continue to follow it and hopefully for the rest of their lives and they don't have to worry about other shit. You know it's just I mean? a, a good space to just network and build each other just for growth. Like, that's really the main purpose. Yeah, 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 for sure. Now, that's what's up, man. I mean, we 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 always need that in, in uh, today's world. You know, just a, a positive space. You know what I'm saying? So much bullshit going on out here. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, and I, I took a look at your page, too, and I noticed a lot of your stuff is based around, like, positivity and shit, and I respect that a lot because yeah. that's that's what I'm about. And that's, that's what both of us are about. I mean, me and, me and this dude, Josh, we were, we were friends way before this, you know, the, the whole FTV thing started. Yeah. And, like, like that that's basically us, bro. It's like that, that positive energy and just, like, following your shit and not settling for anything less, bro. And I see that in your music. I see that in your, in your posts and shit. So that's dope, bro. Yeah, man. I appreciate that, man. For real. That's, that's, yeah, that's all I'm about. And, um, you know, um, I'm, I'm definitely glad that y'all on the same wave, man. So that, that's what's up. Like I said, we need more of that. You know what I'm saying? That's why I just try to spread it out. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just too much of like the opposite and, you know, it's, too many people uh, doing shit that they don't want to do because they feel like they, you know, they have to or whatever. Um, you know, I'm not, I, I'm not hating on what nobody does, but my advice to people is like, you know, do what you love. You know what I'm saying? I don't. It, it's not my business. Whatever else you do, but like, do what you love. You know what I'm saying? Like, make time for that. Make space for that because that's what's gonna uh, give you that fulfillment. It's gonna give you that happiness that you really want. You know, that so many people are trying to find. You know what I'm saying? So many people like. They're trying to find out like how to be happy and how to be fulfilled and how to 
fucking, you know what I'm saying? All these different yeah. things. When yeah. It's about doing what you love, man. Like, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's you know? to yourself and like really just just staying staying true to like your vision and your focus and everything and not like doing stuff to benefit like that's gonna benefit other people do stuff that's gonna benefit like like i mean not, not only that's gonna benefit you like you mean like like you have to for sure keep that keep that that that, that um tunnel vision on your on your focus on your on your whole goal your overall goal and like that's for sure that where that positivity also comes in where like like how Diego is saying he was based off of your page that you really about that positive vibes and just keeping that keeping that aspect of just staying true and following that following that that um that whole vision you have and I, I respect that I respect that because a lot of people they kind of fall off they fall off that vision they fall off that focus and um and I can tell based off of your music that you staying true to yourself because like you you like like your album I feel I for listening to it like saying that you produce those beats and stuff. Like that's that that that's amazing to me. Like those beats for sure, they different. They for sure have their own like unique little little style to it. Like like you kind of you could you could tell where, like some inspiration is coming from. I feel like, but like you could for sure see like that that you trying to have your own little unique unique sound, and then I respect that. That that that's tight, man. Yeah. yeah what's man. what's crazy that. though? Going back to what you were saying before, you were saying about how that people aren't really chasing their happiness and stuff. Um, I, I, I noticed that there's this weird loop that kind of the music industry seems to go in just, I mean, shit, I've been here for, I mean, I, I know you don't really know much about me yet. It was our first conversation, but I make beats, I rap, I engineer, I do all of that shit. And I started Word. at the beginning of quarantine. And what I've noticed just from networking and being in this for a year is that like people really hate on you when you're like kind of going towards your own sound and even within music even though people love to make music people are making music not for themselves or for their own reasons they're making it to please other people and uh -huh. like because that is so normal now it seems like it seems like anything that is different or if anything that just in general even outside of the music industry involves somebody following what they like it's just so frowned upon because everyone's just not used to seeing it i guess and there's a big stigma about what's different because people don't really like change people like to hear the same shit over and over again and that's kind of what rap is right now you know as much as like fuck you know little baby's fire you know Luzi's fire but like yeah. the, these people all like kind of ha have that same pocket you feel me that's like normal i guess right yeah. now so it's it's interesting to hear people like tyler the creator let's say one big example he ventures a lot outside of that norm of how a person should be how a celebrity should be um, you know, just how music should be in general. And I feel like we need a lot more of that if we really want to advance to the next stage of, of music. Yeah, I agree. No, I agree hundred percent, man. Like I, um, I don't know if y'all, well, most likely cause it's been all around the internet, that clip of Tyler, like talking his shit on hot 97. Like, I post that. And I also watched it on like three other pages, bro. That clip was yeah, man, that <laughs> shit was hella, it was inspiring. And like, I feel like he deserves that because he really stayed true to himself, his his um his uh his difference in the game, you know what I'm saying, his uh his creativity. And um, yeah, man, like that shit's that shit's inspired. Like Tyler has inspired me from day one since high school. And um, you know why it's just a lot of artists that just, you know, they wanna they wanna make what they feel is hot. And um, you know, a lot of them they in it for the money and they in it for the uh the fame and all of these different things, superficial things like and that's not. Like, all the wrong reasons, all the wrong reasons. Yeah, man, like you could tell Tyler really loves the shit, you know what I'm saying? So that's why he stayed true to his sound. And, yeah. um, you know, I, I thought it was kind of fucked up how DJ Khaled was <laughs> kind of like, you know, treating the dude. But, I mean, that's none of my business. But at the end of the day, like, the uh -huh. man 
through this now you got to respect that shit you feel what i'm saying like so yeah man i i, I agree with you like um you but you know when you stand on your shit like confidently like people got no choice but to respect it at some point that's why everyone like all of a sudden everybody respects tyler you know what i'm saying because he like nigga nah fuck that like i'm all of y'all no i've been doing this shit and you know like the results are there so i'm showing you what stand true to yourself does you know yeah. and you know i'm not saying that nobody like dj khaled has him or whatever because he has his own identity but you know, we should all embrace and respect each other. Like, not, uh, you know, especially somebody like Tyler, who's fucking killing it with his own shit. Like, yeah. I mean, what else can you say? You know what I'm saying? So I respect that man a lot. Definitely, yeah, exactly. I, I've been following Tyler for a fat minute, like, you know, ever since. Especially, I think the one that really got me on his, on his shit was Yonkers. That, like, you know, and then that whole album Goblin, when, when all that came out. You know that yeah. just it was so unique, bro. Like if you listen to his lyrics, like I've never heard lyrics like that. Like doesn't right. does it mean that they're the best or the worst or anything? No, but I I've just never heard that before. It was yeah. interesting to see him pop in the game like that. And then not only that, but stay true to that, and then keep moving forward until where he is right now. Where now he has almost the sound's still kind of the same, but it's different. You know, keeps evolving and shit. I'd love like, to see it. Eventually, I feel like your time gonna come for your sound. Like, I mean, for like another great example would be Y&J. Like, yeah, it wasn't, bro, Y&J was making so much music. Like, like you know, Diego Bago over here put me on Y&J recently. I've really been listening to him recently, but he told me that he was dropping music like, what, like 10, like, I don't know how many years back, Diego? He, he said he was rapping for 10 years and he blew up this year. And now he's and he like, just blew up, yeah. He's made but over keep, a mil off that. Keep, like, keeping that, that same sound. My bad, yep. go ahead. They just weren't ready for the sound that he brought to the table. And I think this whole uh, – well, B, do you know, like, the, the Detroit, like, shit that's been coming out recently? Uh, um, No, I don't think I've been tapped in. Um, And I haven't really listened to Dude with y'all. Uh, what's his name? Y, y and J, you said? Yeah, yeah. You, you probably heard something from him. Like, they call him the Coochie Man and shit. And, like, oh, yeah, the dude with the – um. Oh, that little that little, that little crazy song, man. What are you talking about? I think yeah, I'm just talking about crazy songs. Yeah, but like, yeah, like, he he's very like like if you listen to his music, he's so true to his sound and his shit. Like he's been rapping the same way for ten years. Ninth year in, he blows up. You know, yeah. like it's crazy because people don't understand that that's the hustle you have to put into the shit that you really love doing. And now that he's nine years in, in nine years in, then blew up during quarantine, fucking went crazy. You know, now he's at Rolling Loud and shit. It's insane to see it. And you're yeah. Like, yeah, but his but that style what I was talking about is like they have this this new style that everyone's starting to copy too. It's like making rap but making it more comical, making it like a lot more punchline based, even more than like Lil Wayne. Not as intricate, of course, but it's like it's really based around the punchlines and how funny the bars are and shit like that. And like you don't really see that as much. I feel like where people take rap so serious, like it can be a fun thing too. It can be something that makes you laugh just as much as it can be something that makes you cry or makes you really interested, or makes you get into your zone, or whatever the fuck, the emotion that you get out of it is what matters, and as long as there's an emotion, regardless of what it is, like, that's that's the key to music, I feel like. Facts. That's how you make all the good shit. Yeah, I agree. No, I agree. I mean, as long as it makes you feel something, then, you know, that's that's how you know it's good music, or it's, or it's in, impactful, because, I mean, even if, like, that's what I really like about Kanye, like, um, like, uh, um, when you listen to his music, it's like it's like either you're gonna really like it or you're really not gonna like it. Like it's it's polarizing yeah. to the point where it's like it's gonna force an opinion on you. And like you know, Kanye is one of my biggest inspirations. So 
you know, um, that's that's what I aim for my my sound to do. Like, is you really? It's gonna force you to, like, I don't want you to be like so so about it, like, cause like a lot of times, like, especially with my friends, like, like I'll like it when they like, oh no, I don't like that song. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's like, okay, it's forcing you to have an opinion. Like, I don't want you to be like, uh, I don't know, like maybe, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I show you the finished product, like, I want you to, like, have a very solid opinion on it. So music that's going to make you feel something strongly whether you know whatever emotion that is that's that's a that's an impactful song that's some impactful music and that's great art period you know what i'm saying so i think um yeah yeah i think dude um i think dude with the uh, uh i'm sorry what's his name again why um yj yj yeah yeah, yeah um i've heard and yeah, I've heard his stuff. I've, I've I've heard that song multiple times on uh, TikTok and stuff like that. That song is impactful. Like like I like the song. I didn't even know the artist. You know what I'm saying? But like yeah. that's super dope. Like super inspiring. You know what I'm saying? The fact that he stuck with it. You feel me? Like you know that's dope. I fuck with it. Hell yeah! It shows you what can be what can really be accomplished if you really stay true to yourself. Like I wasn't like I'm gonna be honest with you. I wasn't really like fucking with YNJ stuff like like earlier like like last year like like this year or whatever. Like I, he just started growing on to me because like to me that's that style and that it was just very different to me. It was it wasn't something I was really used to. But then like the more and more you listen to it, like it kind of grows on to you and stuff. So it's like I feel like as long as people kind of just give give the music more of a chance and just like, you know, just, just give it a couple more listens. It's like, it's going to hit you that, that right way. Like every, everything has its time. You feel me? Like the time is going to come for it. Yeah. And that's exactly where marketing comes in with it too. Cause like the more that you're in people's face, the more likely your music is actually going to be given that shot. If you get, if you get one Instagram ad of an artist, you're not going to listen to it. But if you get the same ad 20 times, you're either going to block the profile or you're going to end up listening to the song. Facts. Maybe fuck with it, maybe not. But regardless, you're going to get the exposure from that new person. Yeah, no doubt. Now, that's facts. That consistency, you know, it's either going to make somebody say, you know what, fuck it. I'm, you know, get off, you know, uh, unfollow or, or block or, you know what, I'm going a, I'm to a get us a shot. I, I, I've experienced that a lot. Like, I've seen Mark. I'm like, you know what, let me just listen to this because I see this so much. What is this? You know, it, it, it sparks <laughs> yeah. a curiosity. Yeah, it sparks curiosity. So marketing is super important. Uh, especially in today's world, man. Marketing too for your album. What did you? What were the paths that you went down for your album? Uh, well, I was uh, I so before uh before the album dropped, I was working with this company, uh, Mike Check Global. I don't know if you heard of Mike Check Global. Um, but I was, I, yeah. Shout out to Mike Check Global. Um, I was working with them for about six months, um, pushing the single. Uh, so that got me some traction, and um. I've been really heavy on the content, just trying to create different types of content, uh, trying to show different parts of like my personality and things like that. And um, just giving people an, an incentive to be, uh, I guess, more interested and just more more interested in just the music. Cause um, I feel like today, like you need more than just, uh, just like, oh, come just, listen to my song you know what i'm saying because like co-sign sometimes i feel like too you need people you need people to say your shit's good that are reliable too or yes it has to be hot as fuck you know what i mean Regardless, yes yeah you need some type of co-sign whether it's in your music or if it's from another artist or just in general or if the song makes you feel a certain way regardless yes. like you know like I, I might, you might know about this uh you know like ethos logos and pathos like the three uh, forms of like persuasion where like logos is like logic ethos is like 
authority, right? Like, like you'll be, you'll get persuaded by someone because they're 20 years into the business or pathos, which is like emotion based, right? Where you make someone feel something like a commercial that makes you want to cry. That's like mm-hmm. a, a commercial that's based around pathos, right? So those, those three, if you can find a way to use those the right way, I feel like that's the best way to market. You know, like, I feel like, let's say like one, one example, you know, like I, do I really like six, nine for what he did? Not necessarily. Cause he said certain things that he didn't back up and I don't fuck with that, but regardless, his marketing was almost, I think it, it's, it's safe to say that it, the marketing done for him was be- almost better than any other artist of this decade. Like the amount of traction he got in just so little time, he just blew up like that. Next thing you know, now he's making songs with Latin artists getting fucking billion views on, on songs and shit, hundred million, you know, and that was like in like a year, like that's a huge blow up, you know? And I think that was all from provoking emotions from people, you know, that like with him true. yelling all this shit. Like when you feel, when you listen to his music, regardless of how you feel about him before he like, you know, snitched did all that shit. Like the music that I would listen to that going to the gym, I would listen to that shit. Like just cause you'd feel like the energy that was in it, you know, and yeah. it would persuade you in that way where it would make you want to like go do some shit, you know? And that's, that's the type of music that will get people to just, if they hear a piece of it, they hear like this dude yelling over like some, like, I don't know, like, like six, not yelling and with all enthusiasm and shit, like you're not going to just click off the video. Like that's hard. Right. No, that's true. That's true. Uh, That's that's true. He called me. uh, I've been, I was trying, you know, I tried not to give (laughs) six, nine, no attention or energy, but I mean, goddamn! Like the uh, the clips I be seeing of uh, the the interview he had with Wack One Hundred, and yeah, like yeah. I just I couldn't help it, man. The dude is just he a character, man. I mean, he and I can't lie, a mar- he's a marketing genius, bro. Like, he is. Like, so he, he is. just knows how to stay relevant no matter what, bro. Like he should have been gone a long time ago. But he's I just, know, like, I know, it's so crazy. You know, he had those situations with like Lil Durk and all of this. You know, do I agree with the shit he's doing? No, but I understand what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm mature yeah. enough to look back at it and understand, like, okay, well, he's keeping himself buzzing, you know? And, like, there's a reason why his, his fucking comment on academics will get, like, 10,000 replies, right? Yeah, of course. People are hung up on his shit. Do I agree with dissing dead people? No, I honestly, that's one of the main, especially, like, like I already didn't really fuck with him because of what he did. He backed up on what he what he said he was going to do, you know, he acted like a gangster and wasn't at the end of the day. And then on top of that, he's just, he's, he's making fun of dead people, but like, that's so outrageous that people will give him that publicity and give him the buzz to the point where if he releases a new song, he's going to get hundreds of thousands or even millions of views on it. Like the yeah. first two days, first day. That's a fact. No, that's a fact. I mean, it, it, it just is what it is, man. I mean, he, you know, that controversy, he knows how to leverage that controversy i mean he 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 just he just knows what to do he knows what to say i mean you know and even though you don't like it you're giving them attention and then even when uh when he came out of jail you know i i never i never been a fan or whatever like that um i heard not gonna lie i did hear like one or two songs by him that i was like okay i can't lie like good music is good music or if something sound good it sound good i'm not i'm i I will never he wasn't necessarily a lyricist but the vibe was there oh yeah the vibe and the energy but like when he came out of jail and he did that live i was trying to get on it because i want i i want to see what's up you know what i'm saying he got 20 million people on it you know i was like shit i'm not gonna lie i want to see you know, so that's the power of that marketing. And, you know, I, I'm not a fan or whatever. I never will be a fan of 
him as a person, but, but um, the, he's a shit. You know, the curiosity is there for him. Like you feel like, like it just yeah. curiosity every time. Yeah, definitely. I, I, it, it's, it's crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's definitely um, very astonishing to say the least. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, so, definitely. yeah, very much so. He handles, he just handles situations very well. So I think that's really different from him. Because I feel like when watching him, like, interview with anybody, he doesn't, he, like, if you notice, like, the interviews that he's had with, like, Charlemagne and shit, where they'll try and roast him and try and get him to, like, like, fuck up or something. And, like, he'll just, he's just smart about what subjects he focuses on because he just knows that this is what's going to get him the most solid rep. Right, like mm-hmm. he, he'll like dismiss a lot of things that other people will try and say to him, and like just half dismiss it and probably not even answer the question fully, and then just move on to a subject that makes him look better. Like he's kind of a psychopath, but like it's also pretty genius if you're thinking of it as like a character for a marketing from a marketing perspective. It's kind of fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, for sure. For sure. He uh, look. He got that marketing down. Uh, I. I. You, you gotta give it to him. You know. You definitely gotta give it to him. If we're so, marketing, actually, hold on. What about what about Donda? I think I think this marketing that he's doing mar- with Donda is fucking amazing. It's ridiculous. It's like yeah, it's amazing and stuff. But like, god damn it, man! Like, just drop it already. <laughs> That's exactly why it's amazing. Not like- <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's some crazy. It's man, it's the craziest shit I ever seen. Uh, craziest album roll. This motherfucker. Is living at the at the 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 uh, Mercedes Benz Stadium in Atlanta and just trapping it out. Just, I mean, this is the He's most unorthodox. A million shit. a day, bro. Dog, God, that's that shit. is crazy. Then the room he's in is like it's like a dorm room. It's like it's like small, like it's like tiny room, but it's the aesthetic. Like I, it's I, the vibe I of like running out of stadium. Like that's crazy. Yeah, he's yeah. just on some like militant like I'm I'm locked in on this album. I'm doing everything possible to make it great. And then, you know, two listening parties. The album just keep getting every day is a new release date. I think last time I seen it's the fifteenth. Oh no, Look. I thought it was the ninth, dude. Hold on, wait, what? Yeah, I seen. I think I looked on iTunes. They said the fifteenth, or unless they put it back to the ninth. I don't know, but. Yeah, it's uh, it's some shit, man. Everybody on Twitter is going nuts about it. Like, yeah, I'm just like, I thought he was gonna drop the same day I dropped my album, which I was cool with it. I was like, shit, fuck, let's get it then. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, You're right, fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's yo, it's crazy, but I, I really do admire. Like, you look like no one gets this type of attention and this type of hype behind their releases. Like Kanye, no one. The legacy so, is dope too. I think like his story is so fucking crazy. I think the whole, the whole like, he, like his story of like being a fucking major ass producer and then evolving into a rapper slash producer slash artist. Like nobody wanted to hear him talk, especially because he was not like from some type of gang life or anything. You know, he had his struggles, but especially during that time, it was not popular for someone like Drake, for example, to come out and do his thing without being seen as like some fucking poser or whatever the fuck because he wasn't really from that life and he carved mm-hmm. the path that that tyler went down he carved the path that fucking drake goes down in my opinion you know because he like he was one of the first rappers to not really be a stereotypical rapper that was like into like gangs and violence and shit like that like he just rapped about relatable shit and as he said it you know he raps about shit that that like he raps about shit 
that he reps for people that love themselves. Like, that's the way he, he puts it, you know, and it doesn't have to do with like a hatred for others or anything. And if you really see past that specific point in like a lot of his earlier shit, all of his shit is so relatable. Like everything that he says is like, like he, he raps a lot about stuff that people really go through, but maybe they don't want to, that's not really brought up as much in rap, which is very, I don't know. It's very interesting. to me. Yeah, no, it is. It really, it really is. It, it, it's, it's just, uh, it's just amazing to see, you know, how he, changes uh his sound and just the landscape of music each and every time he drops like he just he just changes shit i remember when he dropped 808s like and then next thing you know everybody was cool with like the auto-tune singing shit you know everybody was gets born you know like all of those artists little baby gets born anyone who's using auto-tune over like fucking trap beats that's 808s and heartbreak you know oh yeah 100 percent 100 percent to be honest that's not even my favorite kanye album but like the the carve that it made into like actual like rap music is fucking crazy like it really it really allowed more space like all kanye's done with all of his shit is carved a new path for a lot of other people you know like mm-hmm. all of his shit like the minimal shit that he did on Yeezus, even though yeah. I, I didn't like that album that much and neither did josh we we're talking about this today yeah he still carved a path for people where now it's been done before, so it looks a lot more achievable. Now, now someone else may come back and do it better than Kanye, but who did it first? Right? Yeah. yeah. And then with, with like now with him having such, such like a big platform to stand on, and like you know with all the rep he has, like he's able to get away with all the, all these experimental, you know, little little things he's doing with his music. You know, you using the the. Uh, the um a pitch character you know using using um like the vocoder and stuff going crazy with the plugins and stuff like he's able to get away with that stuff with this experimental stuff that which could potentially pave the you know more ways for future artists which is just crazy like that, he, that he's able to do that as wow yeah it's it's amazing man it's, it's I, I tell you what he he has i mean he's my he's my my favorite artist probably like right next to cuddy um but i mean he 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 birthed, you know. Oh, I don't want to say birth. I don't want to say that, but I discovered Cuddy through Kanye, and obviously yeah, Cuddy yeah. was inspired by Kanye and stuff like that. So I mean, it's just it just is what it is, man. You got to get a man his flowers, and you got to give him his respect, no matter what, you know. So it, it's it, he's creating an undeniable uh, presence and culture, not just hip hop and just pop culture. Period. I mean, yeah. with fashion and music and just overall influence, like calling himself the Michael Jackson of rap. I mean, fuck, like, <laughs> you know, like, it's, it's, fuck, honestly, man. Like, it's crazy because he's not completely outlandish for saying that, which is just no, insane. he's not. He's actually not. That's what that's what's really crazy about it. He can say that and back it up and stand on it. Is it's just it's, it's just amazing, man. I know Jay-Z would just be looking like, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, hey, like, one thing I want to say too. Uh, well, just like this is also another topic, but it also has to kind of do with Kanye a little bit. Um, all three of us make beats. Josh has been getting more into making beats. Um, and uh, uh, Josh has been getting back into making beats, but he's been making yeah. beats for a while. You make beats, right. I make beats. Um, let's just go through the creative process of like what you do when you make a beat because honestly, that's the part that I struggle with the most is starting that idea. Right? Yeah. But once you get the chords or once you get that one little sound that makes you just want to make the rest of the beat, the rest of it is easy. You know, it's a cakewalk. So, I mean, what do, what do you start with? Like, be. Yeah, like, uh, 
Like, I'm um, real, my bad. I, I'm just I'm also real curious, like onto like what 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 inspires you too? Because like after listening to your album, I'm just really curious too. Like like what what inspires you to like produce those type of beats and stuff? Like what do you get your inspiration from? Uh, well, first of all, um, I started well, I started making beats uh, in college, um, because I wanted I wanted an original sound, and um, I was in, I was heavily inspired by my my brother who showed me how to make beats. I was uh, inspired by his sound and I just wanted like something different, something that represented me. And, um, you know, when I was, um, well, I started making beats in college, uh, like 18, but um, somewhere around my teenage years, I wanted a keyboard because uh, I just wanted to be like Kanye West or whatever. So um, I just really just want to embrace my originality yeah. and, you know, my difference and stuff like that. Um, but, um, as far as like my process, like, first of all, I used to, I used to really think that like, you couldn't make good ass beats if you didn't know how to uh, play the piano. So that was, that was like one of my big things. But then yeah. once I heard that Kanye don't know how to play the piano, I was like, oh, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, so it really, it, it varies, man. It's just the feeling like sometimes I'll start with the drums. Sometimes I'll start the melody, like. Uh, I've had people say, oh, you got to start with the drums first. But, you know, um, 40, uh, Drake's producer, he always starts with melody. So that gave me an interesting perspective. Like, you can really start with any, it's about the feeling. And yeah, um, I feel like I feel like when you can start with a melody, like if you start with a melody and it has bounce to it, like before it has the drums, that's when you know it's going to be a good beat. Hell like, yeah. You have a melody and you're just like, like you're already bobbing your head to it and like there's no drums on it that's when you know you got something good like i i was literally in a call with josh like i we have a, i have a discord i'd be chilling in a lot with yeah, josh yeah. just sit here and make beats and shit you know i just made one like an hour ago and i was making the melody and it was basically long story short just like an arp with some strings you know hitting a couple chords right there was like a little lead like guitar and then like a fucking like some some horns in the back like just for the chords like just very far back and i was yeah. already bouncing to that and i already had the bounce in my head way before i even put the drums in so the drums were literally just like i already had the blueprint made by the melody and when you do that it's just yeah. so much easier than starting with the drums and then mm -hmm. trying to make a melody that fits the drums because sometimes i'll make some hard ass drums and then i'll sit there with the melody and just try and play shit and the melody just sounds so generic that it makes the drums just not hit uh, yeah. i feel you i feel i've been there yeah i've been i've been there before yeah it, it, you know and you like playing shit and then after a while you just you're like okay well i'll just come back to it later and sometimes you know sometimes that doesn't happen you know sometimes yeah, yeah. <laughs> sometimes that just does not happen because you'll just nice. you'll just start a new beat you know next time or whatever and sometimes i go back to old beats but very i'm not gonna lie it's very rare like i use it just you know what let me just start a brand new one because that last where, one hey also yeah. where are you from in uh in california like where you stay at i stay in rancho cucamonga right now oh um, where's that that's out that's there in SoCal. Uh, oh shit. Yeah. yeah josh is from socal he's from the project son josh oh yeah i grew up out there in la out, out in south central man so rancho cucamonga ain't that, ain't that far out Nah, it's not, man. That's what's up. Yeah, I used to live in um in in South Central. I used to live on Crenshaw, actually. Oh, um, sweet. like not like like fucking uh shit. Like at the end of last year or something like that. I, I lived in Crenshaw for like two three months, but I lived a lot of places, man. For yeah. real, like all type of places. But um, I'm in Rancho right now. I'm about to move back to LA to get back to the city, man, and shit. But um, Rancho is a vibe. I, I made a lot of music out here, but um, 
Yes, yeah, it's, it, it's cool. You know, it, it's a cool little place. But I'm, hey, I'm a city a, boy. You got a studio you go to or? Nah, man, I, I record right in my crib, bro. Like I got my um my mic and shit in my closet, dog. Like you know what I'm saying, Damn. my keyboard. I just oh, yeah. be trapping it out, you know what I'm saying? I like, feel that. And honestly, what you gotta you don't really do need much more than that. But if you need a connect for a studio in LA, I know someone that grew up in my neighborhood that is now in LA and he has a studio and shit. It's called the Rolling Record. And Rolling I can get Record. you up over there. I could probably get you some type of little little discount or something too, but they're really not too expensive. He's just about yeah. business and fuck. If you if you need a studio, bro, like bro, like I, I can I can get you there. If you really yeah, have for to sure, play bro. music and you wanna like I don't know. Like, I feel like what I would do with the studio is like, I would pre-record all of my shit at my house, right? Make sure I know exactly what I want in it, and then just re-record it, like, over at a studio or something. If I had if I had access to one, you know. So maybe you yeah yeah that, pay for like an hour of studio time, get like five songs done because you already know exactly what you're gonna do. Yeah, no, for sure, bro. I- I'll be definitely down to check it out. That's um, that's what I used to do in New Orleans. Like, I used to uh, I used to record. Like yeah. back when I was uh, living with my moms and shit, I would just record all my shit in my room and then just go and uh, and pay for studio time and just you know by me knowing everything that I recorded and, and practicing it, like it just makes it smoother. You know, I'm utilizing my time the correct way. I book like two three hours and just get it in, knock out like a whole bunch of songs. Maybe come back smoothing them out or whatever. But yeah, that's that was my process. Uh, that was my process back then. But like when COVID hit, when the pandemic started uh, last year, I just went back to just, I was like, okay, I'm going to just do it myself because I don't know what's up with these studios, if they even open, you know, people was just, you know, definitely afraid and things like that. So I was like, okay, I'm going to just go back. So, you know, I just been doing that ever since then. But when I moved back to the city, I'm, I'd definitely be looking looking for something like that to, uh, to get back to that process. Cause I like getting in the studio, man. Like I like, you know, I like doing it at the crib, but like, I like going to the studio. I like vibing with engineers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, I like that. And I miss that. You know, it's been, it's been a long time, man. It's been a long time since I've done that. So, you know, I definitely be about seeing what your boy, um, which boy has to offer, man, for sure. You know, he's good. I've heard him. I've heard him engineer a lot of the, cause I, I'm from Alviso. And uh, it's, it's a pretty small town, so everybody kind of knows everybody. And, uh, like, I, I grew up with him. I grew up with, uh, you know, the group of people from here, you know. And he I've, – I've heard him mix a lot of tracks, and they always sound really good. They always sound really crisp, really clean. Um, he's actually – like, I, I work with him somewhat closely. Um, sometimes I've, I've made a couple beats for some of his clients and stuff. So, I mean, I could definitely uh, hook you up with him. I'm actually, like, hitting him up as we speak right now. And Word. I'll tell, them, I'll tell them to send you a DM or something too. For sure, yeah. Because I, I don't know exactly where oh, he is smooth. in LA, but I can. I, I'm gonna tell him to fucking. Uh, oh, that's yeah, smooth. for sure. Hey man, for sure. Real, real quick, man. This whole FTV, follow the vision. This whole, this whole collective. This is what it's for, right here, for these things, right here, this moment. You know, networking, networking, and expanding. Hell I, yeah, man. Hell yeah, I appreciate yeah. that shit for sure. Hell yeah, man. But um, shoot. So you said that, that you ain't been to the store in a minute. So I, what, what, like, what, what made you stop going? What, what like, you, you started having like some type of complications, like COVID happened or something, or? Yeah, basically, man. Um, basically, um, I didn't, I didn't really know, and you know, I, I really didn't reach out, which I should have. But I didn't know what was going on with the studios and things like that. I know certain studios are probably closing. Yeah. Um, I know some of them were open. But um, I just I just leaned back into doing my own thing. I was like, well, maybe this probably be a little bit easier. 
Um, I'm not trying to move around that much. Like shit's going crazy. And then uh, I know we had, it was like a very controversial thing going on um, um, in LA too um, with the uh, police brutality and things like that. Yeah. So I really was just in a crib, man. Just like, I was like, all right, well, you know, I, I gotta, I gotta make some music. I gotta, I gotta get this music out. So I went back to that. But um, yeah, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm. That was my, that was my process back in New Orleans. Just, just hitting the studio. I had this one engineer that I'll go to the studio a lot. But I would check out different studios too, just to like see what's going on. I like to experience different things and you know, be in different spaces and stuff like that. You get different inspiration. Yeah. You know, being around different people, talking to people. You know, sharing your sound and stuff like that. So, yeah. um, and I know LA got some good ass studios for sure. You know. Oh hell so, yeah! Hell yeah! yeah. That's tight. That's tight. Um, I don't know if you mentioned it earlier, but how long you been out here? Like out here in Cali, out here in LA? Cause you say you're from New Orleans, right? Yeah, yeah. I've been here on uh, November first. It'd be three years, man. Three years. So, yeah, bro. Yeah, man. Shit. When I tell you, it's been a motherfucking roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about all type of shit, man. Like, dude, crazy bro, shit, man. I, I bet, man. You said you were staying in Crenshaw for a little bit. I, I, I can't imagine, you know, coming coming from New Orleans, like you know, coming straight to Cali, going straight to SoCal, being being around Crenshaw and shit like that. Like, what, like, what, was it was it like 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 a like a different type of shock to you? Was it like what what, what yeah, are what some differences the, what like similarities like? and shit? Yeah, between I've, here. I've and heard Orleans. that. I've heard that. Uh, that New Orleans is really really friendly too. Like, yeah, yeah, it is. It is. New Orleans is friendly. Um, one thing. One thing about Crenshaw. Man, I got nothing but good things to say about Crenshaw. Like a lot of people, um, they and, and I had this 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 misconception too. You know what I'm saying? They think that Crenshaw is like uh, a super dangerous and stuff like that. And you know, you gotta understand, it's gonna be you know uh, you know not cool people everywhere you go. But man, Crenshaw has such uh, just this friendly vibe and a lot of camaraderie for like artists and business owners and yeah. you know it's just it's just really really dope like I, I really had the best time over there as far as just like the people around me and things like that like like I would walk up and down Crenshaw no problem at any time of the night no problem you know what I'm saying go to the barbershop like I had zero issues man like you know so um I speak highly of it like I don't let people <laughs> talk uh, crazy about Crenshaw like yeah yeah dangerous. I'm like nah man it's you know, it's not, and it's, you know, obviously it's all about the vibe that you come with. You know, if you're looking for trouble, you're going to find it. But, uh, and the same like in New Orleans. Yeah, the same in New Orleans, man. If you're looking for trouble, you're going to find it. Like, you know, um, obviously certain places you probably don't want to be or whatever, but uh, Crenshaw, I, I had no problem over that, man. I mean, I stayed like literally on Crenshaw Boulevard right next to the goddamn uh, Church's Chicken. <laughs> oh, you know I'm, already what I'm, I'm already knowing. I'm already knowing. Yeah, bro. I was right there. You know what I'm saying? Renting a room with my boy and shit at this crib, and and, and you know, I, I um at the time I was working at uh, Earl's on Crenshaw, uh, yeah. the little the little um hot dog uh, sh shop, which is fucking amazing. Shout out to Earl's. Um, but uh, yeah, man, it was it was love, man. It was it was it was love. You know, I I, I had no problems. Um, shit, I live well. Well, when I first moved here, I lived in Koreatown or whatever. That was different. Oh, shit. yeah, yeah. I already know. Yeah, I already know that area too. Yeah, how, how was that, man? It was, it was different, man. I um, I, I stayed in this hostel. Um, and yeah. uh, yeah, bro, it was crazy. Like, like I was uh, and honestly, I didn't even know how that really was gonna be. Like when I booked the place, I was just like, okay, I'm going to LA. I'm about to just figure it out. Fuck it, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. I came there, and I was like, oh fuck. I'm in like this 
tiny ass room with like three other grown men. Damn. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We're like sleeping on like bunk beds. Okay. Uh, <laughs> cool. <laughs> it was different, man. But uh, I would say I met a lot of cool people. Um, people were just out there trying to grind it out, you know, um, just 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 get it, get it out the mud. That was, that was the whole vibe. You know, I met a lot of people. And um, you know, I don't regret it, man. I mean, it was it was hella uncomfortable at first, honestly, you know. Just, I mean, I, I don't even know how we manage the space. You know, just four grown men in a small room and we all got our clothes, God, we got the personal God. items, you feel me? Then it's like, then it's like the next room over, it's like the same thing. It's like four other people in the next God. room. Then there's, then there's one bathroom, like for like all eight of us. Bro, I'm dead at, bro. I, I wish I could, I wish I could tell you I was making this shit up. Yo. It was so crazy, bro. Like, I just, I couldn't believe it. But I just kept the faith. I was like, man, you know what? I'm out here for my music. I'm out here to create a better life. You know, yeah, I'm going to get out of here at some point. You feel yeah. me? So, Hell yeah. As, as long as you, as long as you keep that, that, you know, in your mindset, what you, what's the whole bigger picture? You feel me? What's the whole reason behind what you're doing? And like, then that you know that as long as you stay true to yourself and keep following that vision, regardless of what you go through and shit. You gonna push through and prevail, and like I respect that, bro. I respect like like you know you opening up and something and, like you know opening up about you going through that. Like that's crazy. I don't think I don't think I've ever like really spoken to anybody that's been like in a hostel like that, having to having to share that much space with like that many people and shit. Like that's some crazy shit. I find I, I can't imagine what that struggle was like. How like how annoying like some shit could have been. Oh, I bet. Yeah, being being around a bunch of people with no space that does not. Bro, eight people sharing one bathroom, bro. Can you believe that shit? No, bro. Bro, I can't imagine. I'm telling you, man. Bro, damn, that's that's wild, man. Man, I'm telling you, bro. It was crazy. You guys got a witness for the bathroom and shit. You got a little fucking chalkboard where you write everyone's name on. It was it was crazy, man. I I honestly don't even know how I did it. Like I. Uh, you know, but Bill's just character. the yeah, yeah. yeah, oh yeah, Bill's character humbled me a lot. You know what Hell I'm saying? Because yeah. you know, I was, you know, I I came out here by myself, and um, you know, before that, I was staying with my mom's or whatever, where I was well taken care of. You feel what I'm saying? So to come from that to okay, damn, like this, this is this is this is different. You know what I'm saying? It was it was so it was a big it was a big thing, and you know, I had to learn how to maneuver and you know i didn't i didn't know how to uh i didn't know how to really do much you know what i'm saying like i was yeah. i was like fucking i was fucking afraid to tell people that i was going to the dispensary i was like shit is you know can i say that you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> can i say that and they're like yeah man you know it's cool it's legal i was like is it really oh, you, know? <laughs> you know what oh, i'm saying because yeah. it's illegal in new orleans like a motherfucker so oh, god i forgot about that man yeah yeah how was that coming coming to, to california and then seeing like i, I know the socal bro especially like korea town and shit there's like little small shops everywhere they don't be taxing for shit or nothing like that so how was that uh it was crazy man because see the thing the thing is in New Orleans, um, I mean, they decriminalized it a little bit, but still it's illegal. Like, see, the way we we smoke out there, you you're so used to looking over your shoulder. You know, you hit the weed, you gotta make sure no police is around, you gotta make yeah. sure you're in an area to where 
uh, you're not making it too hot or whatever. So yeah. that's just how we used to, you know, so that's why when I came here, I'm like, yo, can I even talk about this? Can I even say this out loud, you know, or whatever, you know? So, uh, and um, I'm going to the dispensary and I came back to the hospital. I'm like hiding the weed and shit. Like I'm like tucking it. You know? I'm like, okay, I don't want nobody to know that I got weed on me in this hospital. So uh, it was, it was a different transition, man. Like I, I had to just kind of get used to it. And, um, but once I got used to it, I was fine. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay, I have to understand it's legal. Like, yeah. I'm not going to get in trouble. You know, no one's going to come arrest me or anything. I'm good. So, you know, you, you get over that paranoia and that just that 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 fear of uh, of getting caught. You know, that was the whole thing. Uh, the whole time I'm, I'm in New Orleans, like, okay, I cannot get caught. I can't uh, get caught. Man. You know, so, yeah, bro, it was different. <laughs> I, I, damn, I, I can't imagine that. Hell no, man. You can't enjoy no type of smoke. When you're trying to, you're trying to just enjoy your, your, your little blunt or something, hell no. The, all that paranoia kicking in. I don't know how the hell y'all was doing with that. <laughs> still, still getting faded and stuff. Still with a sparking up a blunt. Like, nah. Bro, yeah, I don't know bro. how we did it, bro. I'm not going to lie. It, it, it's something we just had to get used to. Or, you know, you smoke, you smoke in, in, in the, uh, at your crib or whatever, or, or you know, in your car. Just, yeah. you know, just try to find a safe place, man. But I've, I've almost got in trouble. Um, man, I almost went to jail one time over some fucking, over some weed. Um, yeah. yeah, bro. Like I was, um, I was riding with this this dude I used to run with or whatever, and we was, we was up in my 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 Honda Accord. He was driving. And we had like an ounce. We had an ounce. Uh, I had an ounce on me or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we driving, and he hitting the weed. So I think what happened was he made a uh, he made a left turn while I put his blank on. Man, he made that left turn and then fucking whoop, whoop, police pull us over. Damn. And man, like, I don't know what it was for some reason. I, I, like, I wasn't as scared as I should have been. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. it was a serious situation. We rolled down to one another, like, oh, get out the car. You know, we smell weed. They patting us down and shit. And they did us dirty, man. They like handcuffed us together, man. That was kind of uh, like, that was kind of weak, bro. They could have gave us our own individual handcuffs. <laughs> yeah. But, you know what I'm saying? But the reason why we got off. And mind you, the dude I was running with, he had been to jail before. He, he, you know, he had, he was fucking, you know, had a record and all that he shit. He had a record, yeah. Yeah, and he was more scared than me. He was like, yo, B, man, they said we might go to jail, man. <laughs> and uh, I was like, I was like, all right, well, cool. And so what got us off was the police was like, yo, do y'all have weed in the car? I was like, yes, we do. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and so afterwards, after they just dismantled my car looking for every ounce of weed they could find. Damn. They were like, look, we're not going to take y'all to jail because y'all were honest about the weed or whatever. And I was like, okay, yeah. cool. And, you know, we we just, we walked away, you know, but it was, it was, it was some crazy shit, bro. I don't know, for some reason, I was like, okay, this is fucked up, but I, 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 I'm just not going to panic for some reason. I don't know. You know, it was it was very, very odd, my energy at the time. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, I could have went to jail over some fucking weed, you know, like that's, that night. Yeah. yeah, bro. It was crazy as hell. I'm not gonna lie. Like that's some shit I'll never forget, you know. So I I'm glad shit went well, bro. I'm glad that, you know, even though even though like you took a risk by you being honest and shit, like damn, like that that they, they it was paid cool. off, huh? They paid off, yeah. Yeah, it paid off, bro. Yeah, it did. It did. I could have I, I, I thought about lying, like I had like 0.5 seconds. Like a half a second to like decide. You know, like, am, what I'm I gonna, am I gonna lie? Am I gonna tell the truth? Like, man, I can't imagine that shit. Yeah, bro. Like, I think I I, I told him the truth because it's like we we didn't have no time to hide it. Like, yeah, the, you know, the weed was like sitting on the on the on, in the passenger seat, just right on the floor. 
It's so, like no point in lying. Like you no point, man. <laughs> yeah, they was gonna grab that shit. Plus, we had a blunt lit, and I had like, <laughs> I had a, yeah, I had a pipe or something up in there, you know. And they were just, oh, was, and then they called, they called for backup and all of that shit. Oh, like yeah, five, I hate that, dude. They, they call, they call for backup for absolutely no reason other than like intimidate you, bro. What I, what That's I call, what I'm dealing with right now, it's the exact same bullshit. It's like they'll pull up with like five fucking squad cars to deal with one car with no yeah. guns, nothing. Like just because either people are bored or people are just trying to make you get intimidated. And it's stupid, bro. They're, yeah, they're it's like stupid. The shit when they got a fucking badge, bro. It's- I know, bro. It's fucking ridiculous, dog. I'm not going to lie. I, I, you know, I don't, that shit's whack. You know, like, dude, you already got a gun on your hip. Like, what more you want? <laughs> what more you want, man? Like, I, yeah, I'm like not. Yeah, you got, and, and you pro- probably got at least two police officers in that car, right? Yeah. It's like, you got, yeah. you're two on one or two on two or whatever, two on four, but you have a gun with a fully loaded fucking nine mil with the <laughs> like 11 bullets and man. the taser and a baton. Like what else? And, and a bulletproof vet. Like, what do you want? Right, <laughs> right. Like, if like, you dude. lose that fight, you suck. Like, no. yeah, seriously. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Hell no. Seriously. <laughs> nah, for real, for real. That's I don't know, man. I, I, I really, I really never really understand that because it's like, dude, look, you got me. You know, even by yourself, you got me. You know, yeah, you got like weapons. I, you know, yeah. Right. Yeah, you got all of that shit with you, bro. Like. I'm not about to try and fuck with you. Like, oh, you like I get it if you're calling, like, bro, crackhead strength is a real thing, bro. I mean, if there's a <laughs> dude on the street at, like, 2 o'clock, like, just tweaking, all right, maybe you call another call, right? Just to make <laughs> sure shit doesn't happen. But if it's right. just, like, me or you or Josh just chilling in our car, like, there's no reason why there should be more than one or, or max two cop cars, bro. Max. But even then, there shouldn't even be two cop cars. shouldn't even be two. Yeah, there's no no point. I agree. I hundred percent agree. They 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 do the most, man. I, uh, you know, like you said, I, it sounds like they just be bored. You know, it's like okay, let's have some fun. You know, it's, it's I mean, fucking- that's what happened to me when I fucking got detained and fucking sent to jail. They just said, yeah. "Oh, it was a slow night." Wow! Uh, wow! They really that's just what they be said to me, bro, that-, that night. Like they, that's what they said to me. They got they be having to meet their quota and shit. That's why. Uh huh. Yeah, that that bitch ass shit, man. That shit is fucking whack, bro. That shit's whack as hell. You can just get caught up at the wrong place at the wrong time just because a cop just fucking around, just, just lacking, just lacking. He lacking on his job, so he gotta he gotta go find somebody slipping on some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, speaking of some bullshit too, we actually have a segment that we do um, every every podcast. So uh, I I look up a uh, what Florida what a Florida man did on this date, right? So it's August eighth, twenty twenty one, right? And this was actually uploaded at two o'clock a.m. And uh, there's a new article about a Florida man who was arrested for carrying a sign showing aborted fetuses at a school. So I guess he was he was protesting for abortion in front of an elementary school in Punta Gorda, Florida, days before he was arrested. So real images of an aborted fetus sitting outside of school. Uh, you said an, an, an elementary school, you said? An elementary school, yep. Sally what? Jones Elementary what School. What the fuck? What, what, was it, what the fuck was he trying to accomplish with that? Like, oh, yeah, elementary school kids. He was like, trying to get people to, like, like he, he had a shirt that said, fuck abortion. Oh, God. So he was oh just my. trying to, like, poison kids with, like, fucking Bro. gore. Like, and tell them, fuck abortion. Like, make it make sense. Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, the dude, what the fuck, dude? Like, you gonna go to the elementary school, bro? Like, 
you know, like go to the White House, bro. Like I don't know, <laughs> like you okay. know, like what the fuck is that? That's nah. You know what? The craziest shit. This is a very interesting segment, by the way, because uh, the craziest shit happens in Florida. I, yeah, I don't know what's going bro, on over there. Listen to every podcast that we had, I think, except like the first or second episode. We always bring this up at the end because it's always some bullshit crazy. Like oh, there was one dude that got arrested for like chasing people in his tractor. Seven, 70 year old dude just hopped up in his tractor and just started breaking through shit, chasing somebody like out of a movie. You know, there's been oh. other shit too. Some guy trained raccoons to like fucking attack people or something and he got arrested <laughs> that wasn't on the podcast but I, that's what originally got me what the fuck how do you even Sick. do that? how do you train a raccoon i don't a know it's training raccoon. Oh, no. i think squirrels i think it was squirrels but still same point <laughs> regardless of the fact like bro you got too much one you got too much time on your hands if you be able to do that shit and two how the fuck is you even doing that shit talking to these motherfucking squirrels training them to attack people like, right making, making these people go, go go make some hits out for you or some shit like what the no. fuck I don't I know. I ain't got homies anymore because I'm a weirdo who trains squirrels. So I'm just gonna train my squirrel to do it for you. Yo, that Dude. shit's fucking weird as hell. Like, Lord who has the time to do that? Bro. Seriously. Hey, bro, it's probably it's probably just how it probably just comes from how humid that place is. That's probably a bunch of fucking psychedelics and shit in the air at all times because nothing ever leaves because just sucks <laughs> up the humidity. So yeah, they're getting high off of the air. Bro, I mean, gotta be something. I don't know what the fuck's going on. That, that, that's a different part of the South, man. Like, I, I, I just don't <laughs> even know, man. Like, see, it, 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 we don't, you know, you don't really hear about shit like that in Louisiana and Texas, even in Alabama, where you know, you, you know, you might expect to hear peculiar things or whatever. But I mean, and you know, no disrespect to Alabama, but you know, I mean, I don't know. That's fucking like random, you know, like. It's, is Florida's all these things happen in Florida? Like bro, the most oh. unbelievable, the most unbelievable shit. Like, bro, you could like think that something is not possible, and it's like I don't know where it just it happens in Florida. It's like, damn, saw that coming, low key. You know? Yeah, not, yeah. Not even, not even surprised. <laughs> not even surprised, man. It's wild ass shit. It seems like it seems like Miami is like his own place. It's his like own. Little like situation, safe haven. Like, like it's not really a safe haven, but it's like kind of like excluded out of all of that, all of that crackhead bullshit. Yeah, yeah. It seems like because I don't, I don't really hear anything that happens in my. It seems like Miami is just this, this, this fucking wonderful place or whatever. Like so, or, or everybody just going to live life and go have fun. But anywhere out of Miami, though, it's like hello, crackhead central. Shit. Yeah, man. It seems it really does seem like that. I'm not gonna lie, and I, I haven't. I've been to Florida. Uh, I've been to Orlando. Uh, I think that's it. I haven't been to Miami, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. They got some shit in the water over there. <laughs> it's <laughs> something. It's something in that water. Hell no. It's something in that water, man. They need to purify that shit. Get that shit corrected or something, too bro. Too much I, fluoride. Yeah, 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 it's too something, much fluoride man. Fluoride in that bitch. <laughs> My fuck is going nuts over there. I'm I I, I don't know, man. They closed you know? off their third eye and they probably closed off half of their second eye by now, dude. <laughs> man, look, it don't seem like motherfuckers are seeing shit over there. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. It's fucking oh, ridiculous. Man. Like I hey man, pray for Florida, man. Yeah, yeah, for real. Florida's <laughs> gonna be my first. <laughs> for real, bro. <laughs> Pray for Florida, no doubt. Hey, hey so uh, I, I mean, we've been going for about an hour now. I think this is a perfect time to cut it off. 
but thank you so much to you know B for coming on. Uh, really appreciate yeah, it. it. It's been good energy the whole way through. It was really easy to keep this going. So, you know, I appreciate you, man. And yeah, uh, for sure, man. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna send you a link yeah. to a Discord. I don't really know if you use Discord or nothing, but we be in there making beats and shit. You're more than welcome to come through, come kick it, whatever the fuck. We just sit here and make beats. Whatever. Vibing, yeah, bro. Yeah. Just ca- catching the vibe, seeing what's gonna happen. Just you know, just kicking back, just laid back. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna send you it. You do what you want with it. But regardless, um, so at the at the very end of our podcast, we like uh, people to promote their shit. This is where you get to plug all your stuff. You know, I know you dropped the album. You can mention where it's where it's gonna be at. You know, and then also mention your Instagram, mention all the other platforms you're on, mention TikTok, whatever the fuck, you know, just, yeah, let everybody know where they can find you. Yeah, no, for sure, man. Um, um, You know what I'm saying? Beatsofuture.com, you dig, um, you know, all my Instagram, uh, my social media is Beats of Future. Uh, just dropped the album, my self-titled album, you feel me? Um, that's everywhere. Um, everywhere you listen to music, that motherfucker is there. Uh, I'm working on some uh some physical copies and shit uh more details on that shit a little later but uh yeah man album's out um we got the big energy video out right now we got small videos that's gonna come and um yeah man like the vibes is up you feel me Um, i appreciate the love huh my instagram yeah what's your instagram oh it's uh it's be as the future everything everything be as the future twitter instagram yeah yeah uh snapchat fucking TikTok, all of that shit, you feel me? YouTube, oh, whatever the fuck, you feel me? So we all the same name, you know what I'm saying? Uh, tap in with me, you know what I'm saying? Come say hello, you know what I'm saying? I, I reply back, you dig? I'm, I'm, I ain't I ain't too fucking Hollywood or whatever the fuck, you dig? I, I respond yeah. back, you dig? So, uh, but you know, man, I appreciate y'all for having me, man. It's been a great time, you know what okay. I'm saying? I fuck with y'all, you dig? You know, it, it's... And yo, yeah, make sure you send me that Discord. I'm not on it, but I'll definitely tap in with y'all because, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we just be in there probably like every day or, or fucking... Like, like, like it, I, I, probably every day, actually. Yeah, like, on. honestly, every day, like, 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 like around this time, we'd be hopping on and shit. We'd just be on there vibing. If we're not making beats, then we just vibing out to some music, trying to get inspired or something, you feel me? So, like, shit, you're more than welcome to hop on, hop on in there, but we, I, like, I, I know I really fuck with your vibe. I know I could tell, you know, Diego fucks with the vibe. Like, the energy is there and everything. It, it was, like, it, it was fun having you on here, man. Yeah, man, no doubt, man. Like I said, I appreciate y'all for having me, bro. And, um, you know what I'm saying? We're just going to keep it up, man. Keep the, keep the creativity and the vibes going, bro. No doubt. Hell yeah, hell yeah. All right. All right. This has been the FTV Podcast, Episode 9. And uh, Episode 10 is going to be really fucking hectic. Hopefully, we can get everyone on, but we're trying to get every possible guest that we've had in the past all in one Zoom call. So this is going to be hilarious. Um, It's going to be a lot of people talking over each other. So we're trying to figure that out. We got until next week to do so. But it's gonna be it's gonna be really really funny regardless of whatever happens. So stay tuned and thank all y'all for listening and all the support we've been getting.